Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across reddits. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where a Karen screams at a disabled child. Our next reddit post is from Tired Cat. My husband and I went out for a quiet dinner on Saturday night. We were sitting at our table when two women with three kids sat at a table near us. Two of the kids were boys and they were about four or five years old, while the older girl was around 12 and she was on her phone most of the time. The two boys started running rampant in the restaurant while their mom sipped cocktails unbothered. One of the boys approached our table with his hands out, and I could tell that he was going to try to touch my food. I lifted my plate up and said, no, please don't touch that. The kid just laughs at me and leaves to run another lap around the room. I see the mothers watch this happening, but pretending to not be aware of it. My husband is not looking too pleased at this point because he predicts a repeat, and that's exactly what happens. The kid comes back and tries to do the same thing with my husband's food. The kid then turns to my plate again, and this time I swatted his hand away. The kid starts crying because I wouldn't let him touch my food. The entitled mother, now suddenly so concerned, says, That was so mean. He's not doing anything wrong. Excuse me, but I don't want anyone else's hands in my food. He's just a kid. It's not a big deal. He's not my kid, so I am not interested in having him touch my food. Please mind your children. At this point, she was about to say something more, but the server tactfully brought their food and engaged them in conversation. The entitled mother and the other lady kept looking daggers at me. Down in the comments, I agree with really short one. I wonder what would have happened if you had walked over and fondled her fettuccine. I bet she would have had a fit. Our next Reddit post is from Sophia the Wise. So, a few years ago, a bunch of my friends and I went to see Anastasia on Broadway. It was amazing and a ton of fun, but it also led to this encounter. During intermission, a bunch of us went to get in line for the bathrooms. One of my friends, Mary, had osteosarcoma in her leg when she was younger, and as a result, she has a metal rod instead of a bone in her leg, so she walks with a noticeable limp. There was a line for disabled people and families, and Mary and her mom got in line. A few people behind them, an older lady was pushing like a full wheelchair with, I'm assuming, her severely disabled daughter. She was in the process of yelling at everyone in front of her because her daughter deserved to be at the front of the line. Mary's mom is not the kind of person to be pushed around, and she told the woman that Mary was disabled too, and she could wait her turn. The woman went ballistic and yelled, Your daughter is not disabled. Stop effing lying. This went on for a bit, where the woman would yell at Mary for not being disabled, and Mary's mom would stand her ground and tell the woman that she wasn't moving, and that her and her daughter could just wait like everyone else. Eventually, they came out of the bathroom, and Mary was in tears at that point. Mary is one of the sweetest people I know, and there's no way that she deserved to be yelled at for not being disabled enough when she doesn't even have a bone in one of her legs because they removed it for cancer. Wow, man. Oh, geez. Imagine yelling at a young child that she's not disabled enough. I can't even put myself in like the mentality of what that would feel like to do, to be that kind of person. Down in the comments, we have this story from Kay Seal. A friend of mine lost her right leg to cancer when she was 17. When we were 20, we went to an outdoor concert and went to the handicapped seating, which was right in front of the stage. The security guy smirked at us and said, Okay, girls, which one of you is supposed to be handicapped? My friend said she was, so he just said, Okay, prove it. So she just knocked on her prosthetic leg. 
He turned very red and backed away from us and never said another word. Our next Reddit post is from Meyer Wood. When I was in university, I bought myself a longboard to get around campus. A lot of students were doing this, and I thought it'd be easy. Well, after a few falls, I changed my mind and I switched to a bike. I figured that if I wasn't going to be using my longboard, then I might as well sell it to someone who would. I made a post on the Facebook Marketplace at a good price, and I had a few people interested right away. The first person to contact me was happy to meet my price and available to meet right away. I updated the listing to say pending offer, and I drove out to meet the buyer. The buyer liked my board, and she purchased it with no bargaining. When I got home, I had a message from a high school girl asking if it was still available. Sorry, but no, someone just bought it. No, you have to go get it back. I love this longboard. It's perfect for me. I'm sorry, but it's sold. I'm no longer the owner. I don't even have it. Ask for it back then. Tell the buyer you changed your mind. Offer 20 bucks for their trouble and I'll up the price. I wanted to end the argument, so I said that I would follow up with the new owner and ask them if they would be interested in selling it to the high schooler for just a little bit more. So I contacted the buyer and filled her in. I asked her if she'd like the contact details in case she wanted to make an easy 20 bucks. The new owner thought about it and said, no, I'm not interested. Fair enough. So I contacted the high school girl to let her know that I checked with the new owner and they weren't interested in selling. She said to me, this is your fault. I feel like you've just kicked me in the gut. You're a terrible person. I was not in the mood for further chatting, so I just blocked her email. Fast forward one week, and I had an email from the high school girl's mother, an entitled mother. My daughter tells me that you promised to sell her a longboard, but changed your mind and sold it to someone else. That is unacceptable. No, your daughter asked me if I could sell her a longboard after I'd already sold it to someone else. My posting clarified that it was pending pickup when your daughter reached out to me. Sorry for the confusion. No, you will get my daughter that longboard. You're going to compensate her for the pain and suffering you've caused. You'll be giving that longboard to my daughter for free. Look, lady, I don't own the longboard anymore. Someone else bought it. Then go get it. I know the dean of your university. If you don't deliver the longboard to me by the end of today, I'll get you expelled. Do you really want to lose your chance of having a good job over a longboard? You'll do the right thing, or else. I stopped responding because this was absolutely ridiculous. I didn't block the email, though, and the next evening, I had another treat. I went to complain to the dean, and your time at the university is limited. While I was there, my daughter saw someone riding her longboard today. How dare you sell it? You'll be sending us $500 for a brand new one. After all, you won't be needing your money for tuition next semester. My address is such and such. You better deliver that money, or else. What's your phone number? Text me at such and such when you're coming. Well, <laughs> well, that night I went for a little ride and I drove by their home. I took a photo of the 2015 BMW 228i convertible in their driveway and posted it on Craigslist for $500. I wrote in the posting that all interested buyers should text the entitled mother's number and promptly blocked her email. Apparently, the entitled mother is responding to everyone thinking that they're all me, and she demands they come with the $500 and a new longboard for her little angel, but that she is not selling the car. The dean of my university never called me to his office. I graduated without issue.
So based on my experience reading stories about entitled parents and how completely stupid and detached from reality they are, my guess is that this entitled parent doesn't actually know the dean of this university. But instead, she knows some guy named Dean who happens to work at the university. And in her, like, insane entitled parent brain, that makes her think, Oh, well, I know the dean of the university because his name is Dean, so give me the longboard or else. Our next Reddit post is from Jukebox Graduate. So I'm flying cross-country, a five-hour flight, and I have an aisle bulkhead seat. So basically, I have the most legroom on the plane other than first class. I'm also six foot one, so the extra legroom, which I paid for, is really nice. Sitting next to me is a child in the middle seat, and there's an adult man at the window. This confrontation took place during boarding. A woman came up to me and said, Excuse me, sir, would you mind switching seats with me so I can sit next to my son? Possibly. Where's your seat? Towards the back of the plane. Uh, I don't know. I paid for the extra legroom. Is it an aisle seat? No, it's a middle seat. I'm sorry, but that's not even close to a fair trade. Why don't you see if someone in your row is willing to switch with your son? Are you kidding me? What kind of effing butthole won't let a mother sit with her own son? What kind of person expects to trade a middle seat for an aisle seat with three times the legroom? You are truly heartless. I can't believe that you won't switch with me. You're a terrible human being. At this point, I just turned away and took my seat. She proceeded to march down the aisle complaining to anyone who would listen about the butthole in the first row. I then turned to the guy sitting at the window and said, Wow, can you believe that? I can, actually. She's my wife. Sorry you had to deal with that. So, as it turns out, the kid was sitting with a parent anyway. Okay, OP, I'm like 99% sure that what actually happened here is that she intentionally put her kid in a seat that's right next to the most expensive seat in the plane. That way, she can pay less for some sucky seat and then try to guilt trip you into switching places because, like, you're right. If she had gone back to her row at the back of the plane and asked one of those people to switch with her son, then it pretty much would have been problem solved because most people would rather sit towards the front of the plane because it allows you to get off the plane much, much more quickly. So yeah, she was just trying to make you pay for her seat. You completely made the right call here, OP. Our next Reddit post is from I Love Pizza. My brother and sister-in-law have been married for six years, and I love them both dearly. They adopted a little girl about a year ago. My parents were happy about this too, at first. Then they got really angry when my brother and sister-in-law announced recently that their daughter would be their only child and that they don't want biological kids. My mom and dad lost their minds. They told my brother that he had to get my sister-in-law pregnant, that he was the family's male heir and he would have to have a biological son to carry forward the family name. This makes no sense to me, my brother, or my sister-in-law. It's not as if we're a family of European royalty or something, so who gives an F about the family name in this day and age? Well, my parents do, apparently. They've been berating my brother and guilt-tripping my sister-in-law, making her feel like she's taking something away from our family. On one occasion, they actually suggested that my brother leave my sister-in-law if she didn't want to get pregnant and have a son with another woman. What's even worse is that they've stopped paying attention to my niece. Before this, they would call and talk to her almost every day. But ever since they were told about my brother and sister-in-law's decision, they've stopped calling her. This pisses me off, and it's deeply saddened my brother and sister-in-law. 
Their adopted child is three years old, and she doesn't deserve this kind of treatment. Last month, my brother told me that my mom and dad had called him and they talked about something unrelated. When my brother asked if they wanted to talk to their granddaughter, they said they would talk to their real grandchild when my brother came to his senses and decided to give them one. I was angrier than I've been in a long time. I called my parents and unloaded on them. I told them how selfish and cruel they were being and how dare they take out their anger on my knees along with a lot of other things I can't even remember. My mom started crying because she's not used to being yelled at. I used some very harsh words, but I just can't believe they're being so cruel towards an innocent child. After that, my parents have tried to rally our relatives to gang up on my brother and sister-in-law to pressure them into having a biological child. However, their plan has failed miserably. Most of the relatives told them they were being crazy. My cousins trashed on my parents, and my uncles and aunts told them that if they did want a biological grandson, there was no excuse for the way they were treating my niece. Even my grandparents, who are quite old-fashioned, admonished them for their behavior towards my niece. My brother has banned our parents from his home, and I've banned them from mine as well. This ban will stay in place until they start treating my niece like their true granddaughter, the way she deserves to be treated. I feel like my parents shunning my niece hurts even more because when she first became part of the family, they appeared to love her. They would speak to her on the phone and play with her when they visited. But all that stopped when they found out that my brother and sister-in-law won't be having any biological kids. They just rejected a little girl for no fault of her own. Wow, OP, that was rough to read. Grown adults rejecting a three-year-old girl just because they're obsessed with her last name? It's so stupid. And they had the audacity to tell their son to break up with his wife so he could get some other girl pregnant. Well, if they care so much about it, then your grandpa can go get some other woman pregnant, right? Because obviously, if it's okay to break up your brother's marriage, then they can break up their marriage too. I'm guessing your grandma is probably too old to have kids, but grandpa isn't. Grandpa's never too old. All he has to do is pop a few Viagra, get some young girl pregnant, and voila, you've got a new male heir. So I don't know if I've told this story on my channel, but my grandfather's actual last name was Stolarsik, which is a Polish name. However, during World War II, he had a lot of trouble getting jobs because people would see his last name and they just assumed that it was a German name because people don't really know the difference between Polish and German last names. So he was like, screw it, this sucks. So he was driving home one day and he saw a billboard for like Bailey's Tires, I think it was. And he's like, screw it, I'm just going to change my name to Bailey because that sounds like an English last name. And as a result, my last name is Bailey instead of Stolarsik. And so... <laughs> Like, I don't have a lot of pride in my last name because I don't come from a long line of Baileys. Technically, I come from a long line of Stellarsics, but it's like, really, it's 2021. Who's going to be like, you must uphold the honor of the Stellarsic family name? Our next Reddit post is from Fizzy Pop. Almost exactly one year ago, my mom kicked me out of the house. Yes, during COVID. I came home and the locks were changed. I was 18 years old, and my dad had just paid his last month of child support. I had no warning this was going to happen. I still had my car, so I drove it to a friend's house whose parents agreed to help me out temporarily. My mom and my aunt followed me to my friend's house, and when I got out of my car, my mom used a spare car key, got in, and drove my car away. The car was under her name because I bought it when I was 17. 
I was the one paying for it and I only had one payment left. She said she was going to transfer it over to me when I finished with the last payment. I know a lot of you are jumping with suggestions, but I talked to the police at the time and there really wasn't anything I could do. A few days later, she dropped off a check for the amount of the car, or rather, what you're owed. She gave me a check for $1,800 for a car worth $25,000. On the back of the check, she showed her math subtracting the gas, groceries, and heat that I owed her. In my opinion, parents who try to treat their kids as some sort of payday and literally just keep them around so they can get money from the state or their baby daddy or whatever, these people are just the lowest rung of scum imaginable. You may not be able to press charges on her OP, but you still might have recourse in small claims court, so you might try there. In any event, OP, I sincerely hope that you cut her out of her life because she sounds like a disgusting mother. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.